Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Now Raw. But before we get into it, after this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT uh, we're done about AW Rampage pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A little quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sujit to look ahead to Monday Night Raw. But before we do that, I know it's a bit weird to be doing it on the WWE podcast, but considering it's the first time I've had to chat to you about it, um, very briefly, we will be doing a sort of longer form podcast with myself and the Dad Little Boys, properly going through the pay per view. Uh, Sid, your thoughts on AW Revolution last night? Yeah, just I guess as a preview, I think we've established that we are either going to, time permitting, do a standalone, or we could do like a bumper um, review slash preview on Wednesday. Yeah. One yeah. of the two, it will be done, um, but I thought it was one of the best pay-per-views I've ever watched. Honestly, um, I don't care if they're not going to do an Iron Man match every single time. That eight-match AEW card is just perfect for me. Absolutely. Mm perfection for me i think um that it's the way forward the last time i truly watched one of these pay-per-views without thinking i'm watching some of the greatest wrestling i've ever seen dot 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 oh but i forgot that match was coming up (laughs) even though i was invested in it throughout the tv build i now cannot be bothered because you know i'm from the british isles and i'm a little bit tired and it's not just me. The crowd are feeling this mm. too much slump before they come up for the finish. Um, it was only over the past, only for half of AEW's pay-per-view history has that main event got any kind of reaction befitting a main event. Um, there's been too many examples, basically, where the heat has died or peaked early in the night. That was not the case last night. Since full gear 2019, they have had pay-per-views that have peaked higher um revolution was kind of similar as well i think um basically another problem with that enormous roster is that the pay-per-views got expanded a little bit longer or at least more matches were packed onto them and i thought this was just absolutely perfect like there were two matches on it out of the eight even three to push that i didn't think were particularly great but they all served the purpose i think the tag team four-way for example Probably not worth ruining a division for, or at least undermining a division. But 
Orange Cassidy's shtick just got me in a good mood. After yeah. Wardlow versus Joe was a little bit, uh, right, okay, yeah. it's the wrong time. But all in all, I was never tired. I was positively buzzing by the time that main event came around. That main event was absolutely incredible. Um, Moxley, Hangman, Page was unbelievable. The trios match, my God. I'm going to get into all of this, but these are the cliff notes um, on Tuesday or Wednesday. But there are so many things that Kenny Omega does. And I know he's not the big selling point of this pay-per-view, but I'm trying to save the big stuff um, for Tuesday or Wednesday. But oh, Kenny Omega, Mark, so I'm going to put my man over, right? <laughs> there are so many things that man does where I'm thinking, how is he not the most universally beloved wrestler on the planet? How is he so divisive? When if you go down the line of everything he does, it's everything people want mm. for wrestling, particularly those who chastise him. Like, this is a guy, right, in early to mid, but virtually all of 2021, right, did so many great Chris, Kes Chris Kresge-esque storylines with this intricate spider web. It was 2000 WWF TV, except better, goddammit. Mm. He, his match quality was absolutely unreal. The brawls and the like backstage locations of the stuff that he did with Kent or Lance, Lance Archer, it was Attitude Era style, but better. He's got an absolutely fabulous working punch. And my God, I watched him work Brody King. And how many times do you hear like just people go, oh, it's all petite wrestling and they don't know how to book big men. Watching Kenny Omega wrestle Brody King in the reverence with which he treated him because he knows how to make a match realistic and the size discrepancy. I thought his stuff with Brody King was just why can't people think he's amazing when he obviously <laughs> is? And people want the big men to be taken more seriously in pro wrestling. Look at Kenny Omega watching work the butcher in 2020. In fact, he's amazing. Mm. Uh, and his stuff with Malachi Black. Wilborn, I reached uh, Pro Wrestling Nirvana. And it wasn't even the best match on the night. It no. was awesome. How many times do I tell you that my favorite thing in pro wrestling is when you know the spot is going to be counted through the strike as if it's not yeah. to make me immersed in it? Those kicks, Wilborn. Oh. The, rev the duck from the black mass, whatever he's calling it these days. I was just in heaven watching that. They could have they worked this sequence that made me mourn the fact that I'm probably not going to get that singles match anytime soon. But the main event was a total classic. I whacked the full five on it. Hangman mocks. I could see people seething as it unfolded and then enjoyed it to be a contrarian and the match in and of itself. Jungle Boy, bloody Jack Perry, and Christian Cage. I was made a mug of. I thought a casket match, lads. A casket match. And it was just the most fun thing ever. Christian Cage going to hell. Of course, he is scumbag. <laughs> what do you think of it, Wilborn? What was the temperature with you and Hamflit? I mean, obviously, we always say this when it comes to live streams. It's it's difficult to judge because it could be the worst pay-per-view you've ever seen, and it's just two lads pissing about, basically, and there's wrestling going on in the background. But I had a great time. Um, like you say, I think if this is the case going forward, put an Iron Man match on every single AEW pay-per-view. This means Tony Khan lays it out like this because, like you say, the, the Wardlow... Uh, Samoa Joe match aside I wasn't uh, not even bored I wasn't even sort of mildly sort of uh, in, in 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 impeded by the whole thing like just the, the moment Ricky Starks went over I went oh 
we might have something on our hands here. Like, yeah. I think they've actually got it. So I had a hell of a time. Um, I'm looking forward to, yeah, to sitting down with both of you to go through it in, in more detail. Um, but I think you probably can guess my feelings about Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Um, I, I think it was, I mean, I haven't seen many. You're, you're far more knowledgeable, you and Hamlet, about this sort of thing. But I think, and I've already seen a lot of the people saying this online, that's probably the best Iron Man match I've watched. Because There's it... no probably about it. There is no mm. probably about it. Like that, the structure and the layout and the pacing and the selling and the story beats. Oh, God. I've got an analogy. People who've read my Ups and Downs article, which you can read right now on whatculture.com slash WWE will be aware of this. But I'll tease it. I've got an analogy for you for Wednesday. But, yeah, your thoughts on it, sorry? Yeah, no, I did a, a fantastic time. Um, you know, I wasn't best pleased with the glee that Tony Schiavone had in his voice when he it's was getting so the, well done. the message from, but that's because, you know, I thought Maxwell should have just been able to leave. You know, it's like the Ashes. If you don't win the contest, unfortunately, it stays with the person who, who came with them. And I also want to give credit because it's, it's especially very rare when it comes to AEW that anyone gives any referees any credit. They're always knives out for them. Bryce Remsburg, you use it, you lose it, was a sensational line. Yeah. Like, go on then, go on, hit him with the belt, you twat, and then I'll take it off you, and then thank Christ your stranglehold at the top of this company will finally be over. Um, but yeah, uh, it was just a really fun time. And yeah, I just, you know, I think I've been guilty of it myself, of coming out of a sensational pay-per-view from AEW and going, yeah, it was good. And even if all the matches were great, just was a, a bit long. I'm British. I'm tired. It's 5, 6 a.m. or whatever. Can't lay that complaint at AW this time. I think, I hope uh, Tony learns from this going forward. And it, uh, yeah, it's certainly, it was, I'm going to go back and watch probably tonight, you know, with a sort of fresh pair of eyes. It was as long as the other ones. It was yeah. just sequenced to perfection. That was always the issue. Um, basically, just get Danielson to work an hour and 10 minutes every time. Yeah. This is the simple cheat code. Um, but to bring it back to, to what we're here to talk about, you know, yeah. I think the only Iron Man match that could compare to MJF versus Brian Danielson is, of course, John Cena versus Randy Orton. And speaking of John Cena, segue, he returns to Monday Night Raw. You don't have to, don't have to talk bollocks just for a segue, Will Vaughn. You could just say, well, now time to talk about Raw. Speaking of people who've also had Iron Man matches, and that's about yeah. it. I can bring you. Yeah, Cena returns tonight on Monday Night Raw. You can tell we're in sort of WrestleMania season by looking at this Raw card, because A, there's things advertised, and B, I'm really looking forward to them. Obviously, tonight is going to set up his United States Championship match with uh, with Austin Theory at WrestleMania, Sitch. Yes, absolutely. Um, I wonder how two-footed he's going to go. Mm. Like whether it's going to be like, you know, a scissor challenge, oh, not very nice, or if it's going to go the full Roy Keane on Holland. <laughs> because John Cena has one way of building a match, and it's always been this way. Mm -hmm. He will say that his opponent's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> oh overrated or you know doesn't have the potential that anybody else sees in him or if it's Bray Wyatt they're not scary or you know he's just a wanker uh, I understand why WWE pushed him for so long and had him say the things that he said he's just got the weirdest most counterproductive for me way of building a match it's been like that for virtually all of his career um 
which is why the Firefly Funhouse match at Mania 36 was so cathartic, so yeah. stunning, the fact that they would expose. This is what he does, and he's a bit of a wanker, and he's going to some kind of unknowable void because he deserves it. And I thought, Jesus Christ, I did not think this was ever going to be acknowledged on WWE TV, but they've done it, and it was very, very cathartic. I don't think he's learned a lesson because when he came back from that to work, Roman Reigns, he was like, yeah, yeah, you're very, very boring. Um, WWE is criminally uninteresting with you at the top of the card, so I'm here to save it. I think he's got lots of ammunition for Austin Theory that is just going to expose him. I think he's going to come out and bast him. The accent's going to say, which is close to uh, New Hampshire, and the accent's going to slip and he's going to try and lick their asses. The thing with John Cena nowadays is that everyone who said Cena sucks watches AEW shows. The people who still watch WWE, he's like Babe Ruth. Mm hmm. He's like, uh, he's just the absolute star of the show. They absolutely adore him. That contrarian crowd's gone. So he'll be absolutely over as hell. Extremely loud. Apparently he shifted tickets. Not that they needed that much extra mm. late in the day sales because the company's so hot right now. But I'm primarily interested in the extent to which he goes to footed on Austin Theory. He likes his clever wordplay. I've got a theory for you, Austin. You're not going to get over <laughs> you're not going to beat me look I do think that they've done a decent job in that Austin Theory is going to come out and say actually John I'm the best US title holder of all time I defended it against everyone in the chamber emerged with the title blah 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 and Cena can say well no I'm the only person in 20 years who's made it worth a damn which is accurate and uh, remember Dean Ambrose's reign mm -hmm. like was it like over a year and it's now happened John Cena, like by the curve and in and of himself, was like a great US champion, very memorable, two different times, used it as the pedestal to become a star. And then when he was a star, he rehabbed its aura. So that would be the route I would take if I was trying to be productive. And the whole idea is they're trying to put theory over, but they usually do that when it comes to Cena by putting him under. So time to play the game. You don't have the frigging soundboard because of the <laughs> work schedules. But if I was to press that button right now, I would say, time to play the game. Did it, did it, did it, did it. What's John Cena going to say to Barry Austin Theory? And it's going to say, and it's going to be, because he likes his insider terms, he's going to say, I've got a theory for you, Austin. You're not going to get over. Mm, I like it. I like it. So what he does. Yeah, I'm trying to wait. He's going to talk about him being sort of, the old boss's chosen one or however they were going to word it, basically. And I do, you know what I'm really hoping for? John Cena goes for dinner with Vince, so he's not going to say any of that. Well, at least, he's with, at least he's gone with a straight face. Yeah. I just hope he references he said the, the Vince McMahon. I just hope he references the egg. I want to hear the about the egg again. That was the rock, wasn't it? Yeah, but the, the, in theory, Nick it. Uh, yeah. You know, I didn't have to steal eggs to get my opportunity or whatever it was. I just have to I just had to rap to the boss's daughter. Yes. <laughs> or just basically look like John Cena and get a push and then fail at it. Thugonomics, John, tonight, do you reckon in Boston? No, they'll build that. If he does something else, and that's no guarantee. Um actually, I don't know. It's schedule permitting. Schedule permitting, I think mm. you'll but the thing is, like, I think he did Thugonomics the odd time. Like, he did it during the, uh, the Rock feud, didn't he? Yeah. I think they did that as not just a cute throwback, but this is 
adults this is why you like john cena once upon a time here he is he's still the baby face don't boom i think it was more like strategic mm. a bit like sly for him to be the doctor of thugonomics but as i said this the wwe audience that remains adores john cena all versions so i don't think they have to have him lick their arse got your uh got your last line for it you've uh, got a very good opener you know i'm gonna play the game i'm sorry for your austin you're not gonna get over I, I don't know what date they're going to be fighting. Wait, April 1st and April 2nd, is it Mania? The two, two, it's either that or the last date, you know, 31st of March, 1st of April, whatever it is. I think it's one and two. He's going to say, he's going to say WrestleMania night one, whatever date that is, or night two, whatever date that is. A Town's going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Right, let's talk about some other. Uh, he is not the guy Austin Theory. Seven in every department. Department. Now we're, <laughs> now we're he's a seven in it. That's all you could say. You're a seven in every department. Yeah. He's when it comes to being a star, I think you don't hit, you miss her. When it comes to being a great wrestler, I always produce a wicked pisser. <laughs> <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Stay at Whole Foods Market. Uh, right, other WrestleMania matches being set up on tonight's card uh, include Seth Rollins and Logan Paul face to face. I am a bit on an island when it comes to, to Logan Paul. I understand. I don't think he's a what a great guy in real person in real life necessarily. He's got a lot of uh, baggage outside of the ring. Let's say, although I do enjoy a. A nice glass of prime from from time to time, but anyway, where do you get it? Is it available mm-hmm. where you are? No, uh, someone sent it to us. What was their name? Now you're testing me. A very kind listener sent us some doc something. I do apologize, doc. I'll I'll, I'll try and find this out. Kind I only of. ask because the the marketing has worked with James, my seven year old. Because it's all like it's it's the YouTubers drink. 
Yeah. And oh my God, because like kids are mad on YouTube, like James, like every time I go to Aldi, it's like, that, that, it's a prime there. And I was like, James, I'm not paying 10 quid for some water. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. But like, he's got it in his head that it's going to be the best water, the best flavored water you'll ever have in his life because it's endorsed by someone on YouTube. It's sweet. It's too sweet for you and I, but I'm sure James will love it. Dr. Dana, uh, there's the, the very kind listener who sent sent me a few bottles. It was very, very tasty. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any. <laughs> um, there's not, there's also thing as too sweet. I love uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Oh, yeah. Um, in terms of Logan Ball, though, like I said, uh, issues outside the ring to one side. Uh, I think he's been an absolute revelation when it comes to WWE. And I think pairing him with Seth Rollins is the best move they can make. And Seth Rollins is a baby face now with the fans, even if he's just this weird, quirky dude. And Logan Paul's an arsehole. This is really easy. It should be. I'm more excited about the match than the build, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, I, From every hint I've seen of Seth Rollins when he's talking about Logan Paul and, you know, the route he's taken to enter WWE. I'm getting, I'm getting vibes of uh, Seth Rollins dressed as, who does Seth Rollins dress like the Joker, baby? Seth Rollins wearing clown shoes, dressed like the Joker, baby, with these stupid clown shoes, is going to program uh, promo on Logan Paul. You didn't uh, pay your dues to get in. Yeah, you might have great fun about Where you didn't pay your dues to get in there, right? So, yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. I, I, I might be wrong. They might do something entertaining. But Seth Rollins, I suspect, is going to talk about how you got to you know, uh, pay your dues if you want to get in your business. And Logan Paul, WrestleMania, I'll make you pay your dues. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'll tell a better story than that. Can Seth Rollins look less like a complete tit if he's trying to play the veteran role? His character's all over the place. They've never got Logan Paul right on TV, ever. The best thing he ever did was our press conference. Mm. Funnily enough, if you take the WWE TV out of the TV, it's actually decent. And in, in the ring, great. They've never got him right. Maybe it'll be different now that he's acknowledged finally. I'm a dick. I should play a heel, maybe. But um, look, precedent tells me, uh, Wilborn, in case I'm being biased, he leaned fed. Mm. Uh, what was the best Logan Paul promo since he's joined? No, I, I, did, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think that press conference was far and away the, the best aspect of it. Um, the bit where they tried to be like, guys, come on, it's Logan Paul. And even hometown, it was a bit like, eh, he doesn't really uh, represent any of us. Here, do you know, here's the test. So obviously there's there's rumors and rumblings all the time about what's how much is uh is Vince back back because uh I know Brock said he didn't want to work with Bray, but not only the setup, but not only the announcement of the match, Brock and almost, but that way it was set up last week was very Vincey. My uh Vince's back ometer will will go off the scale if <laughs> Logan Paul leaves. Seth Rollins is stood in the ring going, <laughs> and then um, Logan Paul does something, and Seth Rollins gets drenched in prime that's dropped from the ceiling. Oh, Wilborn, you should write for these people. 
It's not a good thing that I think like them, but yeah, you know, it's it's I'm on a roll. You get paid. You get paid a lot. <laughs> Uh, in terms of in-ring action, uh, I am very excited, despite how they've handled him since he moved up to the main roster, for Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor, uh, because Finn Balor's clearly having the time of his life. And hey, just like we saw in Elimination Chamber, sometimes if you uh, <clears throat> let the wrestlers wrestle, if you let Johnny Wrestling do what his name says, you get reminded, oh yeah, that's why he was the brilliant star he was in NXT. I have been, that's uh, what I'm looking for, let down. I've been, there's a word I'm looking for, Wilborn. I've been awake for, since 1am, it's now 4pm, yeah. so I'm a bit tired, I'm sorry. Uh, fooled, I guess. Look, it's not as simple as putting two wrestlers who've had an awesome match together in NXT, who have evident chemistry, putting them on a Triple H promoted main roster show and expecting it to be great. I have been here before with Eel Sky and Candice LeRae. Mm. Had a fantastic match in the takeover once. Just one of the best women's matches in WWE history. And they got out of these fans. Yes, Gargano. Look, uh, there's no real need to preview this one. The best version of this match is this incredibly great, intricate technical match. And they've had a great one at Portland, even if it did fall into the excessive patterns of the modern takeover match. The best version of this match is going to be incredible. Do fans care enough about Johnny Gargano without the spectacle of an, of an elimination chamber structure? I don't know. Um, I think that, look, at the very least, it's going to be very well worked and a little bit bittersweet with the lack of crowd reaction. So we're not going to do anything bad. Uh, it's just a case of whether it's going to be anything good. Um, Gargano could win this depending on Edge's availability with mm. a bit, uh, you know, turnabout was fair play because Balor screwed Edge out of the US title. This They could build, it's pretty terrible booking to be honest, but they could do it the other way around where Gargano beats Balor, gets nothing out of it and Edge costs him the win and then they have to have the match at Mania as a result. Mm, yeah, the ballad did the whole it's not over till I say it's over thing, but didn't explicitly say then it was going to happen at Mania. But now you can make me so mad in the words of Lavar Ball. Um, I am not looking forward to the interactions at ringside between the flippin' Judgment Day and Dexter Loomis, but I am looking forward to ex Dom talking in a promo beforehand about he's how he's been in prison with serial killers before. So, yeah, guaranteed to happen. That should be all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, only have bloody soldiers on it. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's not. It's a very different uh, layout. But you know what, Cody and Chad did last week. Just try and do that match again because I mean, no one's Chad Gable, but still. Uh, Look, Austin is a hot, hot WWE market. Traditionally, mm. it's been an absolutely massive one for them. It's a WWE stronghold. So you'd hope that they get up for this. Mm, exactly. Uh, also advertised Bianca Bella versus Carmella. Um, mm. I'm getting more and more concerned, as, as Hamlet pointed out on the Raw review last week. I know you didn't, didn't hear it, but uh, he said there is the worrying signs that WWE are going to do. They do a, can they coexist tag team thing again with Bianca Belair and who she's going to face at WrestleMania? Because that went so well last time. Carmella and uh, Chelsea Green forming this 
uh, unlikely team, which I quite like as a pairing, if I'm perfectly honest. Tag team stuff going forward between those two could be uh, could be really enjoyable. But yeah, I don't need crazy Asuka coming to the aid of Bianca Belair when we're, what, four weeks away from WrestleMania? Less than that, probably. I've given up any, any uh, inkling that they will tell a decent story between these two. You can already see where it's going. I uh, look the two baby faces. Well, Asuka's got a mischievous side, but like she's not an outright heel. So I guess you're limited in what you can do, particularly when Asuka doesn't speak English that well, or you know, to the standard of a, a wrestling TV show. She could just cut incredible uh, promos in Japanese. Mm -hmm. Promos in Japanese. Like remember the Asuka exchange with your sky mm -hmm. it was amazing and then all she has to do is do one line in english after like a nice spiel in japanese and just convey her intimidation and intent that way but that would be too basic bitch for papa h yeah i sense we're more going to go down the line of Bianca Belair has to be Carmelo. You don't need her getting beaten to be like, ooh, is she under a bit of a rut? I don't need any of that. Bianca Belair beats Carmella. And in the meantime, on the outside, Asuka missed Chelsea Green. There. There. That's simple, isn't it? Yeah. And then you can have Chelsea Green be a Karen and complain to the management about an unsafe working environment or whatever. You know, if you want to do that. Um, do also, like Why do you like the Fed? Sometimes I do ask myself that, mate. Um, we also got the fallout, of course, from last week. New Women's Tag Team Champions crowd, Becky Lynch and Lita. How are damaged Katara going to respond? What's going on with... Well, I, I assume they're setting up Trish and Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope that's the direction they go in. Whether or not they, they do that tonight. I mean, it was a very nice surprise, and I'm glad they finally pulled the trigger on that Trish uh, arrival on Monday Night Raw, because it felt like she'd be hanging around in catering for weeks. But... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how they set that up, and yeah, it, it, I, I'll keep looking at my watch and going. You do know WrestleMania is quite soon. You've done nothing to set up outside of you know us reporting Becky and well Be Becky and Ronda with Lita and Shayna getting involved in it as well. But maybe they're going to do pull pull something off tonight with that. Maybe Damage Kataro gets involved with Trish and and Lita and what have you. And Becky gets her arm slammed in a door or a fridge or something i don't know <laughs> anyway uh i i'll tell you what I don't, i've got no faith in them telling a story a good one with this bailey character because this version of the bailey character is absolutely dreadful but i will say that following the events of wrestlemania 37 i really hope bailey gets a nice yes. nice attraction at wrestlemania because it was disgusting yeah it's outrageous that um Finally, uh, also do a two-in-one here because, well, let's be honest, that's the direction they're heading with some of the guys involved in this. Um, well, we haven't had a chance to talk about what happened on SmackDown. I thought yeah. it was... Run out of time as well, so... I thought it was jaw-dropping, the promo that, that Cody and, and Roman dropped on each other. I, I absolutely adored it. Um, and just it feels the biggest thing in wrestling, as it should, um, the battle between those two. And they are... I think they're transitioning quite nicely into obviously the the cracks in the bloodline the issues between uh the bloodline jay and uh jay and jimmy and subsequently how that relates to roman and what have you and now roman's made this uh decree uh about 
you know, if Jay's not back, that's going to reflect pretty badly on Jimmy. Uh, tonight, it is, well, a combination. You've got, uh, it's going to be a great, great hard-hitting match, I anticipate, between Kevin Owens and Jimmy Uso in the WWE write-up, basically attempting to, quote, finish off Sami Zayn. So I think he's going to try and kill him. Do you think Jay Uso shows up? Do you think it's a win for Sami and Kevin? Do you think we get any closer to those two pairing up just yet? They have announced a lot, bloody hell. So there's two matches here, Kevin and Solo. Yeah. And Jimmy and Sammy. Indeed. Sammy Zane. <laughs> uh, Remy. Uh, um, I'm so tired, Wellborn. I can't think of the overlap, but there will be overlap. Um, uh, what way around is it going to be? So Sammy defeats Jimmy. Jimmy's kind of furious. Later in the night, it's Kevin Owens versus Solo. Jimmy, who's upset at having lost, comes out and they're saying he's in a bad mood because he lost. Starts kicking in Kevin Owens, causing a DQ. I don't think they want either man to lose that. That's not going to a finish. No, I, I don't think Solo's actually lost a match outside of DQ yeah. sitting singles. Yeah, unless, he, unless Kevin Owens gets screwed out of it. I think it was good with DQ and then Sammy... Uh, no, rather, uh, Solo and Jimmy will beat down Kevin. This will draw out Sammy. This will finally summon Jay. But whose bloody side is he on? <laughs> I think that's the direction they're going in. I think, it's, it's, I think sometimes these things you don't need to complicate. They've put all the work in in the months that have gone on prior to this. I like, I appreciate the fact that finally WE aren't just like Kevin, like, well, uh, there we go. I know we've had water under the bridge, Sammy. We're back together. We're a tag team now because WrestleMania is three weeks away or whatever. Um, yeah, I think Kevin Owens still will be like, you know, you're not my friend. You know that you, you can't just uncock shot me like you, you know when with what you did in War Games. But I think Kevin will slowly become to the realization. Right, if I do want to take down the bloodline. One of the pillars or two of the pillars of the bloodline are the Usos and you take the belts away from them. Everything's starting to crumble already between uh, Roman and his his family. And then, yeah, uh, it's 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 going to be, yeah, Kevin Owens and Solis Coe kicking crap out of each other for 15 minutes. But I think you're right. I don't think we're getting a result in that match. And and maybe Jay again costs uh, Jimmy with the other match. I know, I know that wasn't a match that happened on SmackDown when they were doing the promo between Sammy and Jimmy. But yeah, Jay appearing in the crowd, Jimmy looking up to him and turning around into another Haluba kick works for me as a, as a finish. And uh, yeah, obviously you don't need to hear any more from me about how much I love this bloodline storyline, but I'm very much looking forward to Monday night raw tonight. So let us know your thoughts on it on Twitter at what culture WWE. Uh, watch. They can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at, I'm so tired guys. I'll hopefully be more awake tomorrow at M Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. As I said, make sure you subscribe to what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast, me and Hamlet did what went down. But as I said, me and the dad, are going to go in more detail about AW revolution in the coming days. And if you subscribe to what culture wrestling now, our raw review complete with a five star review review will drop into your feed tomorrow. As soon as it is released and what a week of wrestling we've got AW Re revolution last night, a huge Monday night raw tonight. 
And then, most importantly, NXT Road. The biggest pay-per-view of March to look forward to. Anyway, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.